Hello, and welcome to One Stop Co-op Shop, your one stop for board game news and reviews. Hold on to your pants, it's time for a special episode. (laughs) Alright, hey gamers, this is Liz Davidson from Beyond Solitaire. Once again, we're back with some further commentary on the People's Choice Top 200. It's the best list of the year, obviously, because it's the Top 200 solo games, and... That's what we're rocking. All right, so this is the video that is about games 51 through 100. So we're up in the top 100 of the list. Um, and, you know, we can talk about the People's Choice Cream of the Crop next video, but I think there's a lot of really good stuff. The this took the list of the crop. <laughs> <laughs> the cream of the crop. All right. Indeed. All right, so I'm Liz. And then why don't you gentlemen all introduce yourself so everybody knows who you are, even though they already should. Jeremy Howard, Man versus Meeple. Uh, Paul Grogan, Gaming Rules. Mike Kelly, One Stop Co-op Shop. Yes, and we together are the Horsemen of the Apocalypse. No, Whoa. No. <laughs> I want to be Pestilence. I call Pestilence. Wow. <laughs> All right, so I just have to start off with the fact that number 100 is Navajo Wars, a chunky little solo war game that climbs 22 spots to crack the top 100 again this year. Wow. Whoa. I did and not were, expect that. You were saying earlier how war games are on the way down, but this one is yeah. the trend. This one is going up. Yeah, it had a reprint this year. Right. Um, oh, I didn't know that. That makes sense then. Yeah. So, well, yeah, yeah. I think I was waiting on my copy this time last year. I'm pretty sure. Something in there. But um, but yeah, Navajo Wars is a very heavy game. Mm. Um, and it is the predecessor of the game I think is better between the two, which is Comancheria. Mm. And it, they are both games about um, Native American history by Joel Toppin, who is like a missionary who lives with Native Americans in the United States. So very interesting. I'm super happy to see these kind of thinky, tough games holding yeah. their own. I'm a little thrown by burn cycle and raiders of scythia being in the top 100 at all okay explain first of all raiders of is dropped first, first of all raiders of scythia is just a cleaner version of raiders of the north sea and it's not like that profound it's just raiders of the north sea was a okay solo game and then like to have a better version of it is great but i don't necessarily feel like 100 over some of the titans that i saw on the previous list Burn Cycle, although although a really good solo game, is not a top 100. This is it's got to be a recency bias thing here, uh, because because I just once again, although fun and good, like good solo mode, a really good solo mode, doesn't belong amongst the top 100 that represents a solo. Absolutely not. Absolutely okay. not. Um, versus some of the ones that we've had in here, just it's it's a really solid game though. Um, I'm just surprised also because of the, the price of it, but yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, it, 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 it ranged true with chip theory type games yeah. uh, that are going to be, you know, well-received because they are really good solo modes. I'd not hundred percent pushing back against, I think I'm maybe I'm pushing more against the Raiders and Scythia thing where I'm just like, right away. I'm like, well, huh? really? Like, uh, but the people have spoken and it has I gone mean, down. So I, I should, I should know this, but is the solo mode for burn cycle, Really, any different from the not really. 
Nah. I was going to say, because it, it's a cooperative <laughs> game yeah. that's for one to four players. There isn't like, oh, and if you're playing solo, you now need to use all of these extra rules. It's like, no, yeah. no, no. It's the same rules. You're just using one bot and a that other little thing. That yeah, comes with I was going to say, even yeah. in solo, you still have the helper bot and it's not yeah. that hard to two-handed either if you want to. So no, no, Burn, Burn Cycle is definitely in that like cooperative, like solo mm. plays exactly the same kind yeah. of uh, mode. Yeah. But it also fits into that category of, sure, you can play it solo, I would never play it solo. Oh no, I, I love it because solo. Yeah, the, yeah, because it's it's too much for me. I, I need somebody there to yeah. go, Paul, we forgot to do that movement wrong, or we forgot to roll that die, or we forgot to do this. So I need another person there to make sure you know I'm actually doing it right because it's mm. a bit too much overhead for me. Just to show you I'm not a hater. I mean, it's right here within grass. There you go. I'm not a hater. I'm not saying I'm a hater. I'm but you could be, and that's permitted on this list. I could be, you know, yeah. I could you're allowed. Hate is, but when hate coffee is allowed roaster, the coffee roaster is below that. I think to myself, what are we talking about? I mean, I so, think coffee roaster shouldn't even be in the top 200. Uh, <laughs> I, think that, I think that's a, that, that's a thing. Like, like I okay. think it's that's right fire. around burn cycle that I think are way okay. better than burn cycle and way worse. It's just, it's just tastes and preferences. A, a truly great bag builder is Coming not going to be discussed on this video. Never mind. Uh, it's even <laughs> higher than that, but uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad that that's higher than coffee roaster. Cause that's way better than coffee roaster in every way. <laughs> I 100% agree. All right. So what about uh, games that are kind of old venerables in this part of the list that are hanging on and you're happy to see it. So I personally feel that way about baseball highlights, 2045. Yep, I yep, freaking love baseball yeah. highlights. I always love baseball. I like, I, I'll just carry that torch for a long time. Um, I really love it. Let's see. Holding strong, holding strong. Yeah, uh, hostage yeah. negotiator. Yeah, yeah. Well, strong in the in with final girl making a charge, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, because of course final girl is a superior game, but still, like you got t- that's another one. So like we talked well, about the last video, like you talk about last video misfall. This would be one to pick up now because you can yeah. get maybe the yeah. entire run of that game plus the c- crime wave plus everything. For yeah. under hundred bucks from somebody because they mm-hmm. want to get rid of it because they got Final Girl, right? And you would have just as much fun and you would fall in love with the system, and or or you wouldn't because I think people right or you wouldn't right? But yeah, most right. people who don't like one probably won't like the other. Although I think right. Final right. Girl has enough extra going on that it can draw you in even if you don't like that core system. So it's like that's that's a win to me. Uh, but yeah, I just thought like, ooh, that's a very interesting that it's still in there. That's mm. good. Yeah, we're talking about, uh, you know, recency bias. Mm. When I first dipped my toe into solo gaming, I don't know, four or five years ago now, maybe, Hostage Negotiator was the one that I kept hearing everybody talking about as like the solo game to play. So it's come before a lot of the other, you know, more recent solo games, obviously. Um, So it is good to see it's still in there in the top 100. Because, yeah, I heard I've still not managed to try it myself, but I have heard good things. I do recommend it. I think that career was an inspired addition yeah. to like yeah. an already fantastic system. I'm a big hostage negotiator fan, uh, but you know, some people don't like the theme too. I think final girl is ultimately going to be the more palatable one. Right. I do think it's, it runs a little better. Yeah. Which but, is um, maybe a weird thing. Cause neither one is really a nice, happy theme. <laughs> no, but like fake horror movie violence yes, is yes, more yes, culturally yes. acceptable. Right. than right. Like, so my, my favorite hostage negotiator scenario is still the teacher one because it makes me yeah, feel that's, so I was going to say, it's still the teacher like, one. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've, I've played that one on my channel because, like, I'm a teacher and I can't imagine. But also, <laughs> like, I would watch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of a game that has, like, 
you know, uh, like career kind of added a campaign. Um, I see that Imperial Settlers Empires of the North is 93 on here. And I yeah. enjoy that solo. I have the lighthouse, but haven't played it yet, which is the new expansion. It's like a solo campaign. Have you yeah. played it, uh, Jeremy? That's what I, I'm looking at it right here. So it's on my my very recent list to, to play. So I'm, I'm very excited to get that to the table. Yeah, I mean, I like it a lot. So I wonder if it's going to be like an Arnak situation where it takes a pretty good solo mood and makes it like real right. good. You know, like that'd be awesome if it does. Now, I've heard there's some errors in there and there's ah. some small things in there that bug it up a little bit. Okay. But because I think because they tried to get it printed by by Essen. And I think they just really didn't once over it enough, uh, which is unfortunate because um, I don't like rush products. But nah, me this probably was a rush job, but also the gameplay is good. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Interesting trend on here. So what do, what do all these games have in common? You ready? You ready? What? Um, here we go. Starting at the top. Hallerto. Moving on to, was it, I thought it was Agricola was in there. And Dot then, Road. And then at the gates of Ro- uh, Lo Yang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and Glass Road, right? And Glass Road. And Glass Road's yeah. in here too. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah. isn't that interesting? Like, Especially games. because I've offloaded all of those. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting little trend in there. Like in that 50. Yeah, you know? it's all like yeah. the exact same. And spot. there may be more in the next video. Right, maybe yeah. more in the next video. <laughs> but, but it's interesting that, that that they're like in that compact yeah. 50. And I just like, I was like, oh, okay. So then there's still the strongest for the dry year. <laughs> yeah. But well, what that tells me too designer, is so. they're in this part of the list because everybody has a different favorite, but all those favorites are strong enough to make mm-hmm. it into the top mm-hmm. 100. I like this though, because it really says like this designer, you know, like when people say when they recommend a designer, that's what you, you also are looking for. It's like, which yeah. ones are the best ones? Mm-hmm. And now we're getting to that point where someone has, has started to divide those. Fister is starting to show up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like T, uh, the T games are starting to show up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the types of things where, or, um, you know, Garfield games is starting to show up. So yeah. you, 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 I mean, this is some strong titles, man. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, once you get to these parts, it's the strong titles. But one I want to highlight is another one within Arms Reach. Renegade, um, which yes, which is I'm not s- going to be called Renegade soon, right? No, but I I will always <laughs> keep the original in my closet. Yeah, and OG, my heart. stand with me. Uh, this game, if you can find it, will be one of your best solo games. Now, one hundred percent themeless to me. One hundred percent themeless. It is literally just a puzzle that yeah. you're trying to figure out for each one. Yeah, uh, but if you're into that sort of thing. If you can admit that some games are just puzzles, really just card puzzles, then you'll be okay with this game. Uh, so yeah, I, I can't recommend this game enough. It is truly one of the hidden gems on this list. Uh, people barely talk about it. Uh, people are barely aware of it is what it really mm. boils down to, I think. Uh, yeah. people well, I mean, clearly not, not too so unaware since it's 54. Yeah. <laughs> right. solo games but, well, I'm just saying for the people who have it, that's another thing for the people who happy, they will champion it to the, to the, to the day's end. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, if you want to support your, also your community member, <laughs> Richard Wilkins, you can do that as well. Uh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm friends with Ricky. Um, yeah. I would say hang fire because yeah. there's a new version coming yeah. out and it's going to be renamed. Mm-hmm. um and it was supposed to be out last year and then was supposed to be out the year before um but it's on its way uh okay it, it's effectively a second edition of that game is but it with, a, with a new tycoon? name 
Is it Tabletop Tycoon or is he doing it on his own? I think it's through Tabletop Tycoon. Okay. Or or one of their companies right within there, that umbrella. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I, yeah. Again, that's you know, good to hear. Yeah. That's good well, to hear is, because it needs new life. Ricky's a solo gamer, so it's yeah. good that when he puts his, you know, game designing talents, he does design a very popular solo game. Um, right. And yeah, it is, it is very good. So, looking forward to the new version, whatever it's going to be called. I think he told me once, but I'm not allowed to say. I can't remember. Root, <laughs> I've lost Root's a very interesting one. Root's a very interesting title to be in the top 100 for yeah, I mean, I, only. Yeah. I was just solo. talking about how, yeah, I think this is one. I'm actually surprised it's as high, but I think Root is mm. a juggernaut in terms of general popularity. Yeah. I, I think my love of the solo, because I do love Root solo, I, I don't see most people loving it as much as I do because it is a bear, especially when you're uh, fighting against, if you're only playing against one enemy faction, it's not a big of a deal. Yeah. But doing like two or three and keeping all of their rules in check and making sure you go through all the little steps of like the flow chart and everything like that's it's not easy for me sometimes. And again, I live for that stuff. So I'm I'm sort of surprised that it's as high as it is. I, I do think, though, that it's, it kind of harkens back to what we talked about in the previous video, right? Which is that games that people love that happen to have solo make it on their solo list, yeah. even if it's not one of their actual primarily yeah. played solo games. Maybe. Ooh, Maybe. You know what else it is, though? And this is something else that we need to talk about for this list. The computer game? The exactly. App? When, so when do you rate yeah. a game that is an app and you're That's... like, I love the solo in the app? Because Roots app is super easy to play. Love the app. Yeah. And if I, I don't do that personally, I don't rate like that's a little different to me, like playing it on the app. But if somebody's doing that, then I can totally understand Root being not, uh, yeah. what is it? But, but if that was the case, where's Through the Ages? And this is the thing. So Through the mm -hmm. Ages has a solo mode on the app, but because yeah. there is no actual solo mode for the board game, yeah. it's not on this list. By the way, great app. <laughs> oh, I know. I was playing it at 4.30 this morning when I couldn't sleep. It's, right. it's the best saying. app ever. Great app. Yeah. I think, though, that if it says one on the box, but you can cheat by playing it on the computer, I don't consider cheating at all, um, yeah. that maybe you feel like you're getting plays in of your board game, even if it's not on the table. Oh, for sure, whereas... for sure. I don't mind people rating it that way. I'm just I'm yeah. just trying to figure out. Yeah. I think no, it's would just be a, interesting. If, if it was only the solo that's in the box, and it's not even in the base box, you have to buy the Clockwork expansions, if it was only that, as much as I adore it, I do not think it would be at the place. It would be this high. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Is anybody okay. else surprised that Journeys in... Well, no, not... I mean, Space Hulk Death Angel is still hanging out in here. I know. I, I've heard that's really good as, as well. I've it's never hard, played it, but, but I've heard it's really good. I mean, it's, it's, it's really good if... <laughs> it's really good if you have the right mindset, Paul. Like that. I, I like it. Okay. But, you know, you can just die after... 45 minutes of playing from a single die roll. So it's not going to be everyone's uh, taste. That's okay. where yeah. I'm at with the same thing with Shadowrun Crossfire. Like yep. you can just not complete the game. Like, oh my God. Well, Shadowrun Crossfire, I have problems with the entire structure but, but of how slow like, you level up. <laughs> that's a very high number. 57. Yeah. That's surprising. Game, you know, that's, that's sometimes just not finishable and people will not understand that. Okay. So here's two biggest losses. Okay. Very, very interesting. Uh, uh, losses. I was like, whoa, that's a big loss. Biggest one is Manches of Madness. Mm. 39 <laughs> spots? Should be 390. I don't I don't <laughs> like the game. I don't like the okay, game at all. So so I don't like the game. Yeah. It is one of the highest regardless app trip. I know. Games. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm glad I'm very surprised that it's it, it's that low. Mm. Um, I'm glad I Journeys in Middle Earth is above it. I, I I think Journeys is better. 
I don't I, love I, either of them, but I like Journeys a lot more than Mansions. So I, so I did a whole podcast with somebody about four years ago, and it was 45 minutes long. And it was 45 minutes of me saying why I love Lord of the Rings Journeys in Middle Earth and hate Mansions of Badness. Mm. Oh, so, well. yes. I won't, I won't cover the whole topic. But <laughs> <laughs> essentially, go, go the one of them I think is absolutely awful, and the other game is one of my favourite games, and I absolutely love it. And that's not just down to the theme. So when I came um, into the hobby. I saved a lot of. I saved money to get Mansions of Madness, right? And because uh, yeah. it was like the next game out of my just like oh, okay, now I'm going to purchase another hundred dollar game. This is yeah. crazy. Uh, who would know <laughs> that I would continue to spend hundreds of dollars on these big campaign boxes? But I just remember uh, trying to app, and I'm I was down for the app stuff early because I was like, oh, you get narration, you yeah. get this and that. Uh, and that one in particular, I was like, what do we even have this board for at, at first? And then I was like, oh, I get it, but I'm not feeling the the theme. And then I realized like maybe I wasn't a big Cthulhu theme person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would later find out that Cthulhu Death May Die is one of the best games ever. Yes, it is. Um, but, <laughs> I just played that yesterday. <laughs> but how dare you shake your head at us? Are you kidding me? I think I just didn't have a good first teach and play. And like, My if that happens God. to me. Like, I just don't go back. Actually, uh, Tricarion almost got ruined for me that way. Um, mm. Somebody that I love dearly as a friend bought it at a game store, and we were all kind of newish to the hobby. And, you know, I'd been gaming, but I hadn't played a lot of heavy years yet. And he was like, oh, let's just open it and see how it is here. And I didn't touch no. it again until, no. like, lesson no. learned badly. Give that so, one another chance. Give okay. that one another chance. Yeah. Now, l- l- let me hit y'all with, these are all within, they're all within the same five block. All right, not quite the same game, but a lot of things to discuss. Osworn, right. mm-hmm. first year on the list, 83. Yeah. yeah. That's surprising as heck. KDM falls to 85, yeah. so yeah. it's two below Osworn. And then two below KDM is Descent Journeys in the Dark, second edition. And you know what's not on the list at all? I just checked. Descent Legends of the Dark is literally not on the list. Mm. Wow. In- unless I don't know if Kevin Ooh. combined them. So, yeah, might have I, combined. Think, I think he did actually. Think about the wealth of content for the first two that we're talking about here. So King of Death Monster mm-hmm. was also the second biggest fall off. So yes, minus yes, 32. Uh, if you didn't know, King of Death Monster is still in my top five games of all time. It's the most thematic game I've ever played. Uh, <laughs> it is so deep entrenched in its theme, but I also understand it's a, it's, highly inaccessible game like as far as you know upkeep and all that stuff and then price range so i understand how it's kind of fallen out and the kickstarter hasn't delivered yet Uh, so i can see how it falls from graces just from graces you know for people uh as well and it's randomized it's very random once you get it you're like wait all i'm doing is chucking dice Mm. live or die you know like that kind of thing so it, it it can be a surprising game but for me uh you know but for me Osorn is going to be a prime example of a game that's going to go from 84 to like top 10. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's going to be a lot. Osorn is, uh, people are only just playing it now. Right. Yeah. And they um, have a whole new Kickstarter going. Yeah. And a little bit like news. ISS Vanguard has come in at number 131. I thought Osorn would be higher because more people have got it, more people mm. have been playing it. Right. And the way that it allows you to play. Because one of the differences between Oathsworn and a lot of other solo games is in Oathsworn, you play four characters. You always play four characters. There is no, compared to, say, Gloomhaven, where you you play two to four characters. Every single scenario in that game is designed for four characters. And if you're playing yep. solo, you have to play four characters. 
but they've they've got these rules in there that allow you to play three of the characters as these cut down, easier to run versions. So you're not having to forehand the whole thing. Um, some people do if they really want to, but you can just play one character the proper way, uh, or you know the main way, and then you play the other three with this sort of you know sh- smaller version. So the way that they've done that is really cool, uh, and I know quite a few people that are playing it um, solo. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I really like what I what I did to kind of vary it up because I get bored with the same character in these in- endless uh, campaign games. Mm-hmm. I've been uh, switching which one's my main character. Right. Like each mission. Yes. So I'll be like the rogue for a few missions. Then I'll be my archer. Like it's the same crew. Yeah. But it's like, it's kind of like I'm highlighting a different one each time. Okay. That know? works. I, I thought yeah. I th- I'm working on a video for this between this and, and, and Gloomhaven. And one of the things that I, I think the game doesn't do well is like what the level up system is, is a good progression of the game, but it doesn't feel like, this thematic thing of like, oh, my warrior's getting, you know, better and, and all that stuff like that. It, it's kind of like a more paced. My person is like, it's paced out. And it's like, okay, now, oh, now I get these cards. So now, now I feel thematic. Now I feel awesome. And now I feel, you know, grown. But until then, it's like, oh, I get another chip. Oh, I get another thing. But well, I, th- I think that's super similar to Gloomhaven. <laughs> but it works. But it works in that favorite. Well, you always get cards, though, every time. And it adds to your character. It makes hmm. you, it gives you life every time. Versus like, the, the cool part about that that does work in its favor is the fact that you can you, you can switch characters. So yeah. it's like, you, you know, like you don't have to worry about five things to upkeep when you switch to characters. It actually mm-hmm. is like, give that guy an extra piece and now you're good to go. So they've, they've kind of traded in accessibility that versus then staring at three cards and going like, oh my God, how am I going to add this to my deck? Is this going to change the flow of my character? Uh, you know, like that kind of thing like that. But for me, with Gloomhaven, there's so much difference by taking that one card that you're like I, I could change my whole deck's you know strategy and that in turn since every character is thematic to whatever deck it is it, it gives a little bit more theme to me so yeah. I, I just thought that was really interesting uh but yeah but Oathsworn is going to be higher way higher yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. yeah another another game that uh i'm really happy to see on this list this is the 51 to 100 list and it is i think the one that's jumped the second most number of places and that's Concordia. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I was we have, ask. I haven't played Solitaria yet. It's great. Yeah. Really, I love it. Yeah. Really, really good solo mode. So to have Concordia on this list, I and I don't think there was an unofficial solo mode before. There may have been. There, apologies if there was. was. Okay. I think there was, but of course, everybody was waiting for that access to that Concordia yeah. release. So yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. there was. Somebody had kind of made up something that was right. pretty decent. You know, another that, and that's it's the sign of the times, right? Uh, Great Western Trail, 155. So it went mm-hmm. uh, up 155 because now it has an addition with the solo mode. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that also had a well regard. I believe that one had a well regarded. Yeah, no, it, it was pretty well. popular. Yeah, you know that one, one. Like Brass would be another one. Like they had like a well regarded solo mode. But this one, you know, once it's official, yes, boom, yep. you know, yeah. Boom. Well, hey, that happened for literally me for Undaunted. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, actually, let's talk about it. Okay, so I'm gonna say. I mean, I, I really love Undaunted. I think it's a fantastic game. Um, I'm assuming this is, I mean, as we talked about, Undaunted Normandy itself does not come with a solo mode in that box. You have to get the Yeah, yeah I'm assuming the it's the Undaunted reinforcements, reinforcements. Yeah, that works with North but Africa and Normandy. Of all the games associated with David Thompson that can be played solo, this is not the one that I no. would put at the top of the list at all. I'd put Pavlov's House. Yeah, 
Same, I well, I, I, I think it's telling. And I think they did a good job with Undaunted uh, Reinforcements. It's actually pretty similar to like my unofficial solo mode that uh, I did first in a the lot true, of ways. The it, true it, standard for goodness. No, no, no. I'm not <laughs> saying that. My, my, my mode is really weighty and takes a while. It's definitely like the kind of thing Paul would not want to play <laughs> based on what we said in the last episode. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, David Digby, who was uh, the lead designer on Reinforcements, and David Turtsey, who, who helped out, um, I think... I think they have a very different solo sensibility for better or worse than David Thompson does, you know, and I, I tend to gravitate more toward the David Thompson school for most things, unless it's a mind clash. And then I really love <laughs> David Turtsey's can stuff you, a lot of the time. <laughs> can you play? Okay. Can you take, I, I don't own Undaunted. And the reason why I don't is because I wanted to play it solo. So I need that. So you, if you get Undaunted Normandy, my solo mode's still up on BGG. It was super popular. And I, I think it's still, some people still prefer it to reinforcements, but clearly reinforcements took all the air out of the room as it should, because it's an official thing. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so my, my solo mode's only for Normandy. You got to print out nine cards. Um, for To play the other one, you got to buy the reinforcements expansion, and then it works for either Normandy or North Africa, or lets you even combine them some. So it, it oh, kind of wow. lets you... Do a bunch of stuff with it. So it's 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 the system for both of those, basically. Correct. Yeah. Although I have, I've been talking to David some. He's saying Stalingrad, which is the, the next one coming for the system, is like by far the best in the system. I'm not sure where Solo stands for it. It's no Solo mode. No Solo. Yeah, okay. no solo I, mode. I have Stalingrad. I've covered it on the channel. I've played it a few times. It is by far the best of the Undaunted series of games. God, I'd say um, a lot because uh, Normandy it was so good. Yeah, but start. this this is wow, uh, it's so good. You play scenario one, and then at the end of scenario one, you're like, okay, so because in this, whenever a card goes to the killed pile, it's not yeah. killed, it's wounded. And then at the end of the scenario, you go through your wounded pile and you shuffle them and you take out a couple and you go, well, those soldiers died. Oh shoot. So <laughs> they died from their wounds. So those cards go in that component, uh, that compartment, and they're gone. Um for everyone that died. You've got to take a random reserves card, and it's basically some guy with a shovel who's just turned up and gone, what do I do? What do I do? And it's, <laughs> it's, it's a weaker version. And then yeah. at the end of each scenario, two of your soldiers upgrade, so you remove them, and you get these random improvements. And it's like, oh, this one's better at this, and this one's – and suddenly you then play scenario two. It's like – well, it's you know a lot of games, when you add a campaign element onto them, suddenly go a lot better. And an undaunted Stalingrad adds this, you know, this campaign system. It's not legacy. You are not destroying anything. Yeah. You're not stickering. You're not writing on anything. It's all just moving cards from one compartment to another. Suddenly the game, which was, you know, I'm a fan of the undaunted series. Suddenly playing Stalingrad was like, wow, this is really good. So anyways, I love, yeah. I mean, Jeremy, I think you're a fan of the XCOM video games too, right? Anything that's like, here's your squad, some of them yeah, get yeah. better and your best people can die. Like yeah. the second you say that, like even ISS Vanguard had a little bit of that. Victorum yeah. had a little bit of that. Like yeah. all the, I'm like, give me that, give me more. <laughs> yeah, somebody compared ISS Vanguard to XCOM a week ago, I think. And I went, no, 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 I was completely wrong. And then I went, oh no, wait a minute. Yes. Yeah. Because that, XCOM, was that me? I no, 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 no. Because <laughs> XCOM is two games in one. You've got the tactical oh, sure, sure, action, sure. But, right? But then whatever happens at the base, yeah. and they went, that's like ISS Vanguard. And I went, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah so the tech trees, the managing your crew, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, when I hear that, and then I hear like it's like Mass Effect 2, like ISS Vanguard. So oh, yeah. yeah. It sounds like next level stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the big thing. time out 
for that. <laughs> the yeah. big thing, Jeremy, will be how much you like the planets. Cause I, I like them, yeah. but some people don't. Yeah. And like, that's not awesome tactical combat, like XCOM. That's not freewheeling, you know, first person shooter, like mass effect. That's its own thing. And I think it's really fun, but yeah, yeah. just cause you love the base side doesn't mean you'll definitely love ISS. You might, <laughs> <laughs> but at least the rule book will be good. So oh, you yeah. should be, you Heck should yeah. be all right learning it. Also, <laughs> The the one game that seems to be losing steam, but you know it's still a good one to suggest. And you know I'm looking for ones that are a little bit on the cheaper side, mm. and, and it's probably the cheapest one in this one here. And that's um, what was it? I'm looking at what was I looking for? Uh, Marquee. I mean, oh yeah, Marquee, oh, yes, and Black Sonata. And right so next to it, there. right next to it, losing steam a little bit is One Deck Dungeon. Yep. Yeah. So that One Deck Dungeon, really good. Uh, you know, really good dice game. And the cool part about this one is, is that if you get into it, you have a lot of extra content, different themes uh, that you can go into. Because I, I, One Deck Galaxy, is that out yet? Like, officially? Uh, I think it's finally close. I think it's shipping now. Yeah. Or, or so, close to shipping. You know, like, get your hands on one of those that kind of suits you um, and, and and give it a go. But I'm I, that, that's kind of what I'm looking for. I'm like, Oh, that's a little bit like, a, you yeah. know, in the orchards in there. Not yep. another really good Yeah, game. like, I actually want to point yeah. out all of those little side room games are actually in this segment of the list. Yeah. You've got McKee, which is a lovely little quick work replacement. You've got uh, Orchard. Grove was further down, but Orchard is yep. the, the first yeah. of the series. Like, a nice little, it's like 18 cards. You only play, like, nine at a time. Yep. Super quick little scoring thing. I really like it. And then Black Sonata is still on here, which is yep. solo um, hidden movement. So, so Marquis has gone up 60 places wow. from last year. That's probably yeah. the new, because they had like an official nicer yep. edition, didn't they? Nicer right. edition. Okay. That was newer this year that got yeah. the factors. Hey, search for Planet X. Yeah, man. Search I'm happy to see that. that. Yeah. That's yeah. a good game. So this game is going to continue to rise because it's now way more in print. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it is that game suffered so much from the pandemic because it came out like right when it when it started. Like that, See, I, that, I don't even know. That, it was that. It was that. It was the. It would have been the Gen Con game. Like it would have been the one that were like, "Oh my God, search for Planet X, search for Planet X," and it didn't get that. And most people didn't know about it, but it sold out of its print run. And even when the new print run came out, it, it just didn't have like the the wide buzz. But everybody who played it loves it. I mean, it's it's a really good game. There's actually a new sequel Theme. version with animals yeah. or something like that and Ooh. i just hope people really adore it because it's a really good game to play by yourself it just it, it doesn't matter what player account you play it at honestly um because it's really mm-hmm. fun it's a really fun exercise let's just say mm-hmm. <laughs> exercise nice. so in deduction another app driven game though too so if you are you're not really into apps you're definitely not going to be something that's up to because it is relying yeah. on that um oh but, well, that's one of those ones, like some people say, like you could look at, uh, you know, you could do Journeys of Middle Earth without the app. It would be yeah. cumbersome. You'd have all these books and things and stuff. Could you? But you could, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could. It would just be a little bit frustrating. But Search for Planet X is one of those games that I think even the app deniers tend to maybe not mind so much. Right. There's literally like no way to do that. You know, like this, right. you know, simultaneous, well, maybe solo you could, but like the simultaneous competitive kind of like clue style game like guessing all these things it's it's genius i think it's great how they did it hey while we're at it let's just add in this thing you can play or storm without the app don't you dare okay oh, that like, narration is so good <laughs> is, is, is basically due to the narration being brilliant 
Yeah, the narration is okay. too good. Well, but I, you've, I, you've I, not I, heard me, Jeremy. You've not heard me doing my narration. No, I'm serious. Like, okay. it's way too good. It's, yeah. I mean, it's just too much. I also do not play the short version of the scenarios. You're going to have completely different experiences. I, I've and done I, both based on who but, I'm playing with, and it's been fine. I've done, I've done both. Like, I did both. So I could get a round idea of like what it felt yeah, like. Yeah. And it's amazing that the 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 wide difference of what's going what's going on by the story they're telling you. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I thought they would give you the full experience. Like, okay, you just do the dice rolls. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a very shortened experience of like what happened here. It's like, hey, do three dice checks. Okay, hit miss. All right, get these two cards. Now you're fighting, which right. is fine. Like if you want to get through the just of the battles, but Man, you are missing out on some very big story elements if you do, and they are fun. They're fun and engaging. So yeah, that game it, it is definitely going to fl- it's going to fly up this chart. Um, but going back to Great Western Trail, Great Western Trail is currently fifty eighth on the list, mm-hmm. up yep. one hundred and fifty five places. Wow. Yeah. So how high is that? I'm I'm really curious to see what this list is going to be like next year for all of these yeah. ones. And we touched on this, but I think, and somebody will correct me if I'm wrong. The Great Western Trail, the second edition that's come out, which has the solo mode included in it, the solo mode that is included in it was the unofficial fan-made uh, one yes. that was so good, they just went, well, we'll just use that because yeah. it, it's really good. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> think there was any changes to it. And somebody will correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember like, asking... Hey, man. <laughs> that's the same uh, route. is yeah. the same thing. You know, we should say the, the route came from a fan-made... Uh, right. What, what they call it. Well, I guess they... they they made an official solo mode in the first expansion that I understand is widely panned and broken. Right. <laughs> and then, uh, th- to be fair, the the fan worked with what they had in the official solo mode, but just made it like a billion times better and worked right. for every faction instead of just the uh, the cats. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's definitely cool when that happens. And, and just going back again to, there's one thing that I suddenly remember that I wanted to say about the Concordia solo mode. Mm. The reason why Concordia Solitaris is, uh, is so good is you can play it with any map and any expansion in any combination. So, you know, it isn't just, oh, here's a solo mode, but it's only for the base game. It's like, no, no, no. This solo mode will do you for whatever flavor or version of of Concordia you want to play. Um, It completely goes on to any of them. Um, And it's clean. It's flip a card tiny little bit of ai enough that i can i can manage it without me exploding uh and it was it was really good yeah oh i gotta get this now because i love to play it multiplayer a lot mm. so there's another trend in this part of the list that i want to mention especially because we may not be mentioning too much of it anymore in the future so these modular deck games two of which are from the saddlers so we've got um street masters in this segment yeah. of the list we've also got yeah. lower down uh ultra quest and then of course kind of in the middle sentinels the multiverse which is like the the older school, like let's put a bunch of decks together game. So they're all kind of still hanging in, oh, but you know, the Saddlers are, you know, Brady is no longer designing games. He's going to yeah. go write novels and I completely support his creative journey, but also like, you know, they made some really cool games and had some cool ideas. Are these and, the two uh, designers that did um, uh, Warhammer Adventure Quest, which then game. became Heroes yeah. of Terranoth? Yeah. Terranoth. Amazing game. I saw that on the list way lower down, but that's, that's a great game. What what oh, minds, right? What talent you have. Like mm. I can shift from game design to like, I'm just writing novels, baby. Like, yeah. What what talent? I love when people have this, like, uh, especially in the industry, but it's like, it takes a lot to design a game. It's not just, you know, 
Yeah. You know, I'm trying I'm trying it. And it's just like, just to even take an idea and put it down on paper and cut out cards. That's a lot. But to have these games like the sellers have done, which are not small, you know, like they're not small. They require a lot of thought process. And then to take that talent and turn it into something that's deep in lore is, is quite a, quite a feat. Um, So I'm really excited about their journey. Yeah, um, for sure. His, his journey with that as well. That's, you know, I just want to give a shout out to that because, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Here, here's one. Here's a big also, one. Also, Sentinels of the Multiverse. Yes. I don't, I've never played that. So, what, Jeremy? No, I yeah, no. neither have I. <laughs> I haven't played that or Alter Quest. I played Street Master. Street Master is one of my favorite solo games at one time. But I wanted to play Alter Quest because it it's, it's basically, isn't it like Street Masters, but just in a, in a fantasy universe is that... i mean there's a lot of differences but yeah a lot of similar right. i mean a lot well. of differences that would be sure. based on fantasy right yeah, yeah. <laughs> but well but also like yeah i mean street masters is a straight up kill the boss like they're on the board from the beginning ultra quest the boss comes out later mm-hmm. street uh, ultra quest has this whole like exploring room mechanic street masters you just have like this one set board yeah, everything's yeah, right there set. in the f- beginning yeah. uh they're both they're both good neither is like a top game for me um sentinels is a top game for me especially the new definitive I still edition love it. Yeah, so I'd rather play Sentinels, and some of it is streamlining. Like, uh, I'd rather play Sentinels than Street Masters, Ultra Quest, all of those, because it's just cards, but it still achieves, I think, as much theme and even more like combos and interactions. And then another one that's not like necessarily said as a MDS, like modular deck system game, but it kind of is, is uh, Cthulhu Death May Die. You can yeah. swap out different episodes, swap out different elder ones, swap out different heroes. Um, but they did it in a way that's a lot uh, more streamlined, but still gets a lot of theme across than like Street Masters did. Because Street Masters, you got a bunch of different decks and a lot of like effects just hang out and you got to keep on remembering to check them for better or worse. Uh, Death May Die, you shove those, you know, uh, the Elder One and the Episode cards together. So you're just drawing a single card each turn. Those cards don't stay in play. They do something and they're gone. I don't know. It, it's at least yeah. for me, like when I'm trying to play a quick, like kind of fun dice chucking game, I'd, I'd probably gravitate toward death may die before any of them. Honestly. Playtime is on point. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking like 70 when it's like when people say like 75 to 90, like this is right in there. Yeah. It's not long. You got, if you have season one and two, you have so many characters to choose from so many. When we and just then, did, um, we just did a play with the new expansion stuff they have for our extra life uh, stream yesterday. Yeah. Uh, hey, donate to children's hospitals, everybody. There um, you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we played with the the relics, which uh, power yeah. you up more, and yeah. the like extra monsters. The extra monsters were fine. The relics are freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like I want to play with those every game now. It was it made your character more unique. It gave you more like fun things to play around with. It's going to make each game feel more different. I, I was really into those. That's that's the thing. It's like the game already has so much baked into it uh, just by the characters. Like mm-hmm. the characters have different styles. They have their different things. But of course, it's just the thematics of how they. But, I, you know, you, you really get a chance to like feel this epicness rise in the game. You know, like um, so, for example, like Atlantis Rising always has that final that final push, that final tension uh cthulhu did definitely die you can make it happen early you can just go crazy <laughs> you can just go mad you're like i'm, I'm going in and, and that sets a precedent for like dude you are walking the line right now but at the same time you may want to because your character does that and it's like that that right there that tension there and it can people can die right away you know 
And that's fine because the game is not that long and there's a reason to stay in it. You know, like and I, I just it's a very unique game that way. Um, but at, at the same time, it's not. It's just a very high um, intense experience with quick fails, quick fails and, and and intense wins. And I love that about that game. A lot of emotion, very swingy, but swingy, swingy in a thematic way. Like, yeah. Swingy. It's very sweet. You know, you never know what will happen when you open that door or when you have certain tasks and it's not just beat the boss. You know, it doesn't feel like just beat the boss. You got to do certain things teamwork wise. So yeah. it's so, very, oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Liz. I was going to say, so a much more um, simple game, but like one of the, one of the elder gods of solo gaming is um, kind of on our slow downward run, which is Onirim. Mm-hmm. That was number nine. Uh, a matter wow. of years ago. Wow. And wow. it used to be a steady favored top 10 solo game. Amongst and I, it's amazing to see, like, I, I'm glad that it's still there. I also do like, I wanted to pose the question to y'all since we play a lot of solo games. Is solo, are, is solo gaming just kind of leaving these sorts of games behind? Um, is a near mm. just old and outdated now or, you know, whence this fall from grace so i probably do less solo gaming than out of the four of us i probably do the less solo gaming because i do a lot of multiplayer gaming but my thinking is there's nothing wrong with an earim yes it's a few years old but we're getting all of these other games and other games which are probably more known for being multiplayer are having solo modes added to like the great western trails like the concordias and things like this and that is making Solo gaming is growing, which is amazing. And solo game is getting more and more popular. And it's nice that we're having solo modes added to already existing great games. But that does mean that some other games, which are, you know, predominantly solo games, are kind of dropping down a little bit. Just I mean, I, I would argue I like that. Yeah. I, I would argue a different point. I think I think like the button shy games that have done super well, like even this year. Final Girl having like a meteoric meteoric rise, making mm. tons of money on Kickstarter. I think, and I, I think especially with COVID, I think there was a huge like blossom of love for even games that are solo only. Because I because I hear you, Paul, and I think sometimes it's 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 a tougher pill to swallow to buy a game that's solo only over one that's like I can play this with my friends and play it solo, so, better yeah. value. You know, like yeah. I totally see that. But I think solo only is doing very well. Yeah, I just think Onirum, um, I bet a lot of people, even when it was like as high as it was, were playing it on the app and not the actual game. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. I, I just think it's uh, even even for me, I'd, I'd rather play some of the other uh, Oniverse games like Nautilian or Arion instead of Onirum at this point. So, uh, yeah, I just think a lot of people move on and uh, and especially like a quick game. Like I have a whole shelf of little games like this. I think Onirum's even on it. And I just don't look at it that often because it's just like kind of sitting there, you know. So unless it's a new like little quick game, sometimes I just won't pull it out. Um, although I do have Rove on my bedside table right now, and I played it the last like three nights in a row, <laughs> just like busted out a 10-minute game before I went to bed. Yeah, so I, I think solo only is still alive. I just, I just think O'Neill's uh, you know, it's not getting the attention it once did. I yeah. just think there's more solo only games. Yeah, like, that's true. That's another thing. There's just yeah. more solo only games, and people are preferring those on the other, like. There's more roll and write games than ever that can be played solo. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you just prefer those, you may prefer something that's newer. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like just as a whole. Like, if you told me it's between Onerum and Resist, like I might play Resist more now. Yeah. It's newer and it's solo only. 
you know, and you know, it's like just, just better. Like you, yeah, you know, I think I think resist is better than Onirim. <laughs> but Onirim right. is more mindless. I will give him but like Onirim is better mindless. for like a just yeah. But like we just talked about this beforehand. Like you just have, or we were talking about last episode. There's just a whole bunch of you know button shy games that ha- could move all of these around. Mm-hmm. But here, here's a here's an overarching thing. I, I haven't looked at the last 50. I just kind of doing it as we go along. But the weight of a game can shift mm-hmm. a lot of things because now, like Paul said, there's more of these. There's also Euros that are playing multiplayer with the solo yeah. mode. And I've found that more hobbyist gamers, they're, they're going to be a little bit further into the hobby. They're going to start picking those games that are bigger, bigger presentation, bigger, uh, you know, like bigger Euros that have solo modes because they want this crunchier thing and they may not be looking for portable, small as much as well. So there's like two factors working against a game like that. This just shows you the staying power. Mm. This shows you more of the staying power more so than like the slow progression. I'm like, like even pandemic, I'm like looking, I'm like, that is staying power. That is flat out staying power. So that just goes to show you how strong people think about these games like that, that that's staying power to me. Like, yeah, both those games is like a testament to how great they are for people. You know, yeah. the fact that it's dropped a few places, it's still in the top 100 right. and it's it still is. higher than loads yeah. of other great games that we've spoken about. Right. Yep. And I, I, I do wonder if it's emotional attachment versus whether it's still actually that good. But a time will tell and the people choice will tell. True. So speaking of moving on to bigger things, it's time to wrap this so we can talk about the top 50. But does anybody have any uh, final thoughts before we break? And there will be another video soon, everyone. Yeah, let, let me jump in. Let me jump in. Well, uh, I, I think nobody talked about one of my favorite games. And I, I'm surprised it's as high as it is. It's 69, which is a bullet. Uh, yeah, from level 99 it. i adore that game but i still kind of feel like i'm like one of the only champions of it but apparently i'm wrong maybe because it's, yeah i've not played it i've not heard of it but it's 60 69 on the list so yeah it must be getting quite a few oh, votes Paul, you gotta play it you do have to play that game okay well, I have it. absolutely love that game mike we still need to play it i want to yeah let's I'll, get I'll, on and play it soon. i would literally <laughs> after this recording we can play and i'd be happy yeah. and <laughs> something else I, I was just looking at because i totally forgot about but we haven't mentioned it at all but it is an interesting one so for you all, I don't know if Kevin puts out like the detailed things, but all of, all four of us can see them. Uh, it's like for for you, if you're you guys, if you're in the uh, thing, it's like the fifth column over is average vote. That's very oh, interesting mm-hmm. to look at because the lower number means fewer people ranked it, but they ranked it higher. Right. Higher numbers mean it was more widely placed, right. but with a lower rank. So for example, uh, Midara is seventy seven. That's a five point eight. Right. Wow. Not that many people have it. It's so huge and expensive, but it's incredibly highly ranked by those who do. Um, yeah. Oathsworn's the exact same way. Where'd it go? Yeah. Uh, Oathsworn is 5.2. So that's that's the lowest average okay. vote in this section of the list, which means the fewest people have it. But that that speaks to us thinking it's going to rocket up the charts because if right. more people right. own it and it yeah. keeps like that kind of ranking, whereas uh, something that's really low, um, Jeremy, to one you to mention, uh, One Deck Dungeon a ton of people rated it, but they only rated it on average 12.8 out of 20. Yeah. So they're not loving it. Like a lot of people still like it enough, but, and Agricola was the same. Agricola is 12.7. So like, it's yeah. interesting to look at like the higher and lower rankings. Yeah. yeah. One thing that we didn't talk about Star Wars Outer Rim is on their 70th on the list, but it's up 38 places. Now Star Wars Outer Rim came out, I don't know, X number of years ago, and it had a solo mode included in it, which I thought was quite good. But then when the, the expansion finally mm-hmm. came out, unfinished mm-hmm. business. 
aptly name expansion. <laughs> <laughs> um, that expansion came out last year with a tweaked solo mode. It wasn't a completely different solo mode. It was just tweaked a little bit, but it was a better solo mode. And I think mm. that's why, I mean, I enjoyed the original solo mode. I enjoyed it more uh, with the new solo mode. But yeah, that's, I mean, I love Star Wars Outer Rim as a game and I love it as a solo game. So yeah, glad to see that on there. And 38 places it's rised uh rose and then it's it's currently at 70 so that might that might break into the top 50 next year final, final thought <laughs> love to see a lot of these love, love to see a lot of these staples these are staples these are staples and it also shows you like hey this designer especially uwe rosenberg uh definitely you know just shows you like that's a core favorite amongst people and they yeah. probably will have more stuff and higher on the list, you know, just kind of pay attention to those designer, that designer specifically, if you're looking for a nice little list of, you know, pay, something to pay attention to. Yeah. It's interesting because Uwe does a lot of games with Lookout games and Lookout games have a kind of a company policy that all of their games have solo modes. Okay. Therefore, all of Uwe games that come out from Lookout games have a solo mode included. Um, and there's a lot of people that like a lot of his games. I like pretty much all of his games. Uh, mm -hmm. And I've liked all of the solo modes that I've tried. So for me, if I was voting on this list, I would be voting for all of those games as well, roughly mm -hmm. as to where they are in, in the list. So, yeah. Interesting. Pick your Uwe. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then I'll just close off with the, the same thought I always do, but I think it's important, right? Like this list is a celebration of how many options we have and how beautiful our branch of the hobby really is. And it just brings me a lot of joy. So I hope it brings everybody else a lot of joy too. Um, but for now, uh, we will be back uh, in a few days once Kevin Erskine. Also, I want to thank Kevin Erskine again. Dude, mm -hmm. we love you. You put together an amazing spreadsheet. This is a labor of love. And we labor of love. Yeah. I feel in the warmth here. Um, but, um, <laughs> you know, we'll be back with uh, commentary on the tops once those run uh, over the next few days. So thanks so much for watching, everybody. Um, you know, comment, ask questions, have opinions uh, politely, but we like them. And um, most of all. <laughs> Happy gaming. See you later. Thanks for joining us again for the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast. Check out our YouTube channel at One Stop Co-op Shop. Also, join us for games and discussion on our Discord channel. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash one stop or leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again and we'll see you next week for another top five list.